Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. All right, so like the, what's what's the best but possibly worst, like excuse you've gotten or given, <laughs> for like, left on red, didn't see your text, didn't call you back, like wh- well, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there's there's a whole there's a whole sl- so luckily, well, luckily, I, I don't know if I should say luckily, but uh, for a while, I had an Android phone. And I would legit no, I <laughs> I would legitimately not get texts from people. I remember that. And that was like an actual thing. Yeah. And so I had I couldn't use that one anymore. Well, it's not me using. It was actually true, but I I, I couldn't obviously use that when I got an iPhone anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's a uh, you know. Well, that was a, a believable excuse. You said my Android phone sucks. They'd be like, yeah, they do. Yeah, suck. they do. <laughs> yeah, an iPhone. Now they're like, I didn't get your text message. Uh, I saw you read it. <laughs> like, nah, I'm pretty sure you did get an iPhone, man. <laughs> yeah, that one's definitely a tougher one to use. Uh, you know, there's always the tried and true. I'm out of service. I didn't have any service. You know, I was up in the woods, man. That works up here. W- yeah. When I was living in California, and yeah, it yeah, works so much. <laughs> yeah. There would, you know, um, that's a good one. Uh, you could use the. Uh, I lost my phone, <laughs> but I'm talking to you on it now. <laughs> it's like, how old are you? Yeah. <laughs> no one loses our phone. I know, right? <laughs> Actually, I legitimately do uh, from time to time. I could. I know really I, get... when you go camping and stuff like that. I, I can oh see no idea. Totally I don't see it until I'm like Monday morning, going, "Bay, where's my phone?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my... I saw it Friday <laughs> at one point, but she's she gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't really have a good one. I just, uh. yeah. Because even if you use like airplane mode, I'm pretty sure the text messages come just immediately when you turn it back on regular. So it's like, like what if you left your 
I don't know. How long do you think they saved the entire time? Like, they're just, were they, first of all, where are those texts? <laughs> when, <laughs> like, if I'm on, I, in the I, cloud. Yeah, airplane mode, and you send me a text, like, where does that text hang out? Nobody understands the cloud. I don't know, right man. It's there. the cloud, man. Yeah. It's, it's an unknown ethos that uh, we unfortunately cannot tap into with our brain power. We have yeah. to have these little machines. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Now that we know that Tyler's really bad about texting back, thanks for tuning in. This is America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by... I'm already messing up the intro. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products out here in Spokane, Washington. Make sure and check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. Anywhere that you listen to podcasts, you can find us there by searching America's Diesel Podcast. Also, make sure and check us out on YouTube. That is the best place to leave comments. Or if you want to see me and Tyra's handsome face and my eyes because I'm tired, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it on YouTube uh, to get your questions answered the fastest or if you just have comments that's the best place to do it if you have actual real like diesel questions and you want me or Tyler to answer them you got you can email it in if it's an actual sales question like oh, man I yeah. need to get an order place I need to get yeah. this going call in yeah. If you just fire it off like a podcast email, we may respond immediately. It may take multiple days because the, the business emails come before the podcast emails. That's just the way it is. Yeah, right? and, and we try to compile them for episodes so we can answer, you know, five questions at one time. Um, and it's content for us, too. You know, you mm-hmm. guys you guys actually have, you know, great suggestions on uh, on content, and that kind of sp- what is what spurred this episode. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, and also, uh, last thing there is uh, we live and die by our reviews. Oh, uh, yeah. Tyler, go. Ooh, ooh, yeah. So if you've any of the platforms that you find us on, leave a five-star review. Send that to Tyler at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure to include a picture of your truck and an address to send a super, super awesome sticker to sticker to that looks just like the logo on our cups. Bam. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Jam and eagle. Did you, did you, uh, I I read somewhere recently that the uh, the bald eagles were like coming off the endangered species list. Is that true? Good. It freaking better be. Yeah. I don't know who was out there still trying to can bald eagles, but the only uh, the only fight me. violence against bald eagles that I've seen is two bald eagles fighting each other. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. King of the castle. Yeah. <laughs> I, I already. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So. All right, we're going to get into this episode. Uh, guess what? Alarm! New content! We're talking about 7.3s. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm... St- you know, maybe by, like, you know, 2025, I might even have a 7.3 at this point because we just keep on talking about them. I'm just going to get brainwashed into freaking buying one. <laughs> You're just going to say, this is the best platform. Yeah. It's the only platform I know about. It's the only thing I, I've, I've pushed out all the other information I had, and now all I know about seven threes. Yeah, I saw I saw something on Instagram today about seven threes. It was a uh, this this guy's got it actually the same color as your OBS, and it's an mm-hmm. OBS truck, but it was a, a, a crew cab four door one mm-hmm. long bed. Uh, and the guy's like, "Oh, I love I love my seven threes. You know they're you know built in the nineties. Like I like my seven threes like I like my women <laughs> built in the nineties." Uh, you know, multiple owners, previous owners, <laughs> tons it, of internal issues. T- yeah, yeah, tons of <laughs> tons of internal issues. <laughs> yeah, I so, saw that one this morning and made me chuckle. Yeah, I was gonna send it to you, but I'm sure you've seen it already. So, this week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts, 
Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house fuel bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time. They have C10 in there all the time. They end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons, and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae. And it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates, it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-Bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. I mean, I don't mind if people send me that kind of stuff, but yeah, ninety nine percent of the time, when if it's like you a funny seven three thing, I, I you get inundated. My with it. yeah, my my inbox already gets flooded, and also I look at that stuff on my own anyway. So yeah. the old algorithm's <laughs> like, hey, seven three, give it to that idiot. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> same joke four times. Yeah, still funny. Different voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what spurred today's uh, question, and forgive me, I don't even remember your name. You know, I'll try and look it up on my email on my phone here. But he's got a, a crew cab long bit OBS, and he is wanting to turn this thing into a, I believe it's a, either kind of like a tow rig, work truck, all around. Truck, kinda, yeah. yeah he, the only thing I got out of the email is that he's want, he's going to be doing a set of 238 200s, 238 100s, yeah. something like that. If you don't know what that means, watch our episode or listen to our episode on Huey Injectors Explained. We go very in-depth about what those numbers mean. Um but he he wanted qu he had questions about like adding gears, not gear ratios. But well, actually, yes, gear ratios. But like adding gears to the truck to yeah. have more than a four speed, basically, yeah, or a three speed with an overdrive, essentially. Transmissions um, on transmissions on transmissions. It's Stack tranny them. party, folks. <laughs> We're having a tranny party. Bring your friends. Come on down. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Demonetized. <laughs> So, and this is actually something that I've thought about before too. So yeah. when I was uh, really kind of working forward on my ex the excursion, um, trying to make it the best I could. Yeah. Uh, after my first long road trip, and I was like, man, I bet you a seven three would work a hell of a lot better if it had more gears to work with. So it was always in its power band. Yeah. Like I know that's not making a ton of horsepower, but how cool would it be if I could like you know have five gears to work with yeah or six yeah. hell that'd be great eight yeah like a double overdrive yeah you know once double we get up. this yeah once we get this thing chugging on the freeway let it drop down a gear you know yeah just move along yeah little um, splitter action yeah and the the old school guy in you says oh gear vendors you know gear splitter you know, yeah let's do that and then you start thinking like oh maybe i'll you know there's a a manual six speed in the newer super duties okay and then there's the well Ford makes a, a five-speed, 5R110, and a six-speed, 6R140. Why don't I just put those in the engine yeah. or those on the truck? And then there's like, well, I've heard of Allison swaps before. What, yeah. what do I do? Like, what's <laughs> going on? Like, there's, there's kind of – you see this, and you're going to – if you start Googling it, you're going to find that, like, the answers have changed over the years. Oh, yeah. So, in the beginning. In the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> it was basically gear vendors. Like pretty much, it's, that's, yeah. It's your option. You know what I did find though when I was doing a little uh, searching. Um, U.S. Gears. Mm -hmm. um, I saw a post on some like 
it was a post on um, towing with the gear vendors and mm-hmm. what kind of the you know the guy posted on there was like hey is it you know is it a good idea have you guys ran into any issues blah 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 and then I saw a comment on there where a guy was like hey do the US gears overdrive underdrive whatever they call it mm-hmm. uh, because that'll give you the ability to use like um, engine braking you know you like when a manual and you're going down a hill and you put it in a lower gear to kind of mm-hmm. you know uh, you know use the engine compression to your advantage um, and he, he said that the the, the gear there the um, if you try to do that with a gear vendors one you'll actually destroy it uh, whereas the US gear one you wouldn't um, I, I wasn't able to like find any other information I don't even think US gear still sells their version of it because I went yeah. on their website tried to find it and all I found was ring and pinions and and, and uh, install kits and then I went on gear vendors website now keep in mind we used to sell gear, gear vendors like gosh I don't know I think it was right before before, before my time yeah, yeah. so probably six seven years ago eight years yeah, ago something like that yeah um, they, they were kind of you know popular mm-hmm. same exact website Oh, totally. <laughs> they haven't changed a thing. Like when I when I first knew what a gear vendor was, I yeah. think I heard about it when I was like a junior in high school. Yeah. Okay, so it was like 2003. Yeah. Went to the website. Yeah. It's basically the same website. The that same it is exact now. website. Yeah. Like the first <laughs> website ever made is like <laughs> it. Yeah. Which come on, gear. Like I was like, oh, gear vendors. I bet they updated their website. Bet it's so much better. Nope. Same exact website. It was like stepping back in time. It was awesome. Yeah. Um. No, I forgot what I was gonna say. But yeah. Anyways, gear um, <laughs> so gear vendors. Uh, basically, what a, what that does is it adds like an extra bit, pretty much like a two speed trans two speed allows transmission. you to split your gears. Yeah, split your gears. A gear splitter that come and it hangs out after like where where your rear drive shaft is gonna come out of your drive line. So if yeah. you have a two wheel drive truck, that'll go on the back of the transmission. If you have a four wheel drive truck, it goes on the back of the transfer case. Yeah. Here's the thing, with a gear splitter on the back of a transfer case. You are now splitting the gears going to the back wheels. However, you have a power, basically a powertrain diverter going to the front wheels with your transfer case. So if you have that gear vendors, you know, splitting a gear, you now have a different gear ratio going to your rear tires than you do your front if you're on four-wheel drive. Or if you don't have, like, manual locking hubs or something like that. Yeah. Um, so something to keep in mind. I mean, pretty much all Fords are going to have some sort of manual locking hubs on yeah. it, so you're good to go there. Um, and, and if you're, you know, selecting your... Uh, four-wheel drive on or off through the transfer case as long as it's still on two-wheel drive it's not a big deal but that honestly makes me nervous yeah like can you imagine going down the highway like and, and like your your dog's in your front seat or something like that and it jumps off and like hits the you know shifter in a four-wheel drive and now you're, you're splitting gears front and rear between <gasps> kaboom yeah, oh yeah that would be violent <laughs> that'd be yes. violent um have you ever used one actually used one no yeah i did i feel like they're I cool have. as hell it was weird, and it was. This was before I even started working here. Mm-hmm. A buddy of mine had bought a, a, a standard cab, uh, long bed, old twelve valve truck that had one in it, mm-hmm. and we, we like we didn't really know much about it, and we were kind of playing with it, and it shifted like hard. <laughs> like that split was like, whoa, maybe we shouldn't use this thing. Yeah. Um, funny enough, too. Remember, remember the old six two suburb. Yeah. Okay. Um, so when I bought that, I never looked under it or anything, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm fooling around on this thing, and I'm looking under the dash, and there's like, there's a switch, and I'm like, what the heck is this switch? It was just like a green switch. Well, I mm-hmm. keep, I did some more investigating, following the wires back. It was a gear vendors. It was a controller for a gear vendors, and I'm like, no way. Does this have a gear vendors? I'm like, this is, <laughs> this could be cool. And I go under the truck, and it's gone. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. 
Dang, nabbit. <laughs> that would have made that thing way more cool. <laughs> that would have. That would have. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah. So still th- wouldn't have saved anything else that was going on, probably. <laughs> no, in the. In, uh, so I'm wondering how many times the transmission. Well, I guess that was after the T case anyway, so they must have. But maybe they swapped that. I don't know. Who knows? I, if I had to guess, I bet you someone bought that Suburban and they knew it had a gear vendors on it. it the, the person who's selling yeah. it had no idea. And they already had that. They basically took the drive shaft and that off, swapped it out, and sold it again. Yeah. They probably sold it for the same amount they bought it for. Yeah, probably. But you got a gear vendors out of it. Yeah. Um, and, and like, I, I didn't even know about gear. The way I found out about gear vendors was uh, like, like uh, hot rodders. Yeah, they, they would they would want to be able to drive their car on the street, but still have the gearing for the tracks. So they they yeah. have gear vendors on there. Yeah, especially with like a like a power glide or mm-hmm. you know things like that, where it's like one or two speeds. <laughs> like it's, yeah. So, yeah, they're they're cool. Um, I, you know, I I I'll be honest with you, I don't know a ton about them. Um, even with us selling them, I'm kind of it's kind of been so long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that I remember hearing at some point was there if you have a diesel truck and you use one. And if this like pisses gear vendors off and they, and they, they contact us and like, you know, uh, you know, uh, clarify some things. Great. Perfect. Do it. Yeah. We'll fully retract everything. We're we'll retract everything. <laughs> what I, but what I heard gear vendors is that you couldn't tow like heavy tow with a gear vendors in mm-hmm. a diesel truck. I tried to find that information. I even Googled it. I couldn't, I couldn't find it, but I remember I that being an of issue. The, the torque spikes down low that just. It was something. It was yeah. something. I maybe things have changed. I, I I don't know. I mean, is it an option for you if you want some more speeds, some more gears? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess at the end of the day, I mean, the gear vendors is an option. Yeah. We probably would have to to give you an official answer on that. We'd probably do more research on it. But yeah, I, mean, and I would definitely ask the questions to him about the towing thing because, like mm-hmm. I said, I remember hearing that. I remember talking to him about it for. It was so long ago. I'm you know. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> let's get moving more towards other stuff here so yeah. aside from having a gear vendors on there the other option is okay well tranny swap tranny swap yeah so you start thinking maybe all right well a zf5 could have come in that truck because it was an automatic truck it's got an e4od in there so final drive on e4od is like 72.72 i think some of like that 0.73 0.71 like right in that normal overdrive range and you, you don't yeah. have like a super low first or anything that's just doing it's just a basic four speed automatic yeah um so you get, you, I mean, a ZF5 came in there from the factory. The only downside with that is, I mean, you get a great low range gear and now it's a manual. So, I mean, if, if you're not into manuals, that's not going to work for you, but mm-hmm. you get a manual. The only downside is the final drive in a ZF5 is like 0.77. Yeah. It is a a lot of work for pretty much nothing. Yeah, that's a very aggressive overdrive. I can (laughs) tell you that right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. On my blue truck with the the 0.77 35s and 410s. I am I am over two grand just chilling on the freeway. Not even going seventy. This thing is this thing is built to rip. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a high speed cruiser. No, not no. in the least. Yeah. So and then not knowing what size tires you're going to go with, that may end up shooting yourself in the foot. So then your next thing is okay. Well, um, ZF6 that came in the Super Duty seven threes, so yeah. like the nine ninety two threes. Okay, you get your sixth gear there. Uh, sixth gear drops it down a bit. It does. It's a point seven two. Okay. okay. So you're back down into like normal overdrive range, um, but now you have five drive gears to work with, including a, a low gear. Which the and honestly, the the biggest thing between the the, <coughs> the ZF6 is the low gear is not really any lower than the ZF5. Yeah. So you're not getting a better crawl ratio. Mm-hmm. You're just adding more gears 
in the mix to shift. Right. And then you get a little bit less aggressive overdrive. Yeah. So is it more accompanying? Possibly. But again, if you're not into a manual, it's not going to work for you. And again, that's a lot of work. A lot of work. It is a lot of work. A, a and we're now starting to get into the realm of that transmission never came in that truck. Yep. So now it's not like a, a just a swap. It's now like a change. Yeah. You know what I mean? Probably yeah. cross members. I don't know if cross members are. There are friends. some videos. It has been done. There are all people out yeah. there that have oh, done yeah. it. The general consensus, though, on, on like if you start looking at the forums, and, and I, I appreciate everybody that answers things this way. Yeah. They're like, can you do it? Yes, you can do it. Is the juice worth the squeeze? Well, what's your goal? Like, do you need something that moves a lot of weight and you just need something that has more gears to work with? Awesome. If you, and if you have the money and yeah. you happen to have a ZF6 laying around, shit, do it. Yeah. But if you're going into this just because you want, like, you know, just you want a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Like, it's a six-speed versus a five-speed. Yeah. Why would I want a, and, would I want a you, five-speed when I'm going to get a six-speed? And you, like, don't already have a ZF6 hanging around or something like that? The juice is not necessarily worth the squeeze. Yeah. So that brings us to now we're going to start looking at other automatics. Autos. So there's the the 4R110, which is basically the newer version of the E4OD. Yeah. Specs are still the same, just came in the 9903 Super Duties. Next, we have the 5R110. 5R110. Great transmission. Okay, that's came what's came with the six liters. Yep. Um, he, they haven't quite been able to get that thing to stand alone. Yeah. There are uh, what is it uh, um, like de-stroked or diesel conversion specialist. Uh, yep. They they do, I think they do have kits available to put a or the five R one tank came in the, the six fours too. Okay, not just yeah. six O's but six fours uh, to put a Cummins you know with a five R transmission. And you're still basically running two different operating systems. Like they don't actually work together, but they're two different systems coinciding. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, that being said, I have a I have no problems with the Fiber One Ten. Yeah. If someone cracks the code and makes that thing a standalone <clears throat> and is able to make that work in a seven three, might be worth it. Here's the other thing though, Fiber One Ten. I mean, five speed. Okay. It's I don't think it's a double overdrive still. No. You, you start now. It's like okay. Well, what about six R one forty? So six R one forty is what came in like the eleven six or eleven to nineteen power strokes. Yeah. Six speed double overdrive. You're running the same issues though with controlling it as far as exactly it wasn't really built to stand alone. But there was one transmission that seems to be the one that everybody wants to put in that people mul a multitude of people have made standalone, mm -hmm. and that is the good old that. Remember that chick back in high school? What yeah. was her name? <laughs> Allison. <laughs> we called her Plan D. We called her Plan D. <laughs> Allison's always there. No offense to any Allison's out there. <laughs> always dependable. Yeah. Standalone. Yeah. Stand She's our own woman. She don't emo, man. She's the one that will help you with your homework, but you're pretty much, well, you're always in the friend zone with her. <laughs> She'll keep you in the friend zone. That's right. She'll help you with your homework. She's a she's a tough, smart cookie though. Tough, smart Tell you cookie. That, though. She yeah. gets the job done. S stands alone. Yeah. You know. And no one calls her Allie. No, it's Allison. Allison. Yeah. Yeah. You don't don't shorten that name. Well, we took that, short we your took life. that one up to a weird little. Yeah. Hey, anyways, but yeah, Allison transmissions. Everybody wants one. So many companies out there have made standalone controllers for these. That is definitely an option. That would honestly probably be one of your. Short of doing like a 4R would probably be easier. Um, as far as like things that are available. Yeah. So like you could, there's companies out there, the two that come to mind, Conversion, CA Conversions down in Florida. Okay. And I know ATS has dabbled in it, but I don't think they have like a just 
click buy here and, and it's done. Right. I know that like KJ uh, went and had his OBS at a six speed put in at ATS. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't like a, I, I don't think it's a package you can buy yet. Whereas yeah. uh, conversion or CA out in, uh, in Florida, CA conversions, I think they actually have a, 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 a kit you can buy. Well, I'm going to gonna correct you because I think it's a, a, a kit you can buy, but they will not sell it to someone to put in themselves. It, okay. it will be yeah. something if you brought your truck down to them and you wanted it done, they would get it done for you and make it happen. But they ain't going to sell it to just somebody across the country and say, "Here, here you go." And I think they do have some some shops that'll do it, probably. Um, yeah. But they're they're somewhat few and far between. But anyways, yeah. Um, and so you start getting into Allison's, and it, it's not it, it's applicable because Clint actually does a really good job, Clint from ATS, mm-hmm. about talking about the Allison because they just came out with a a good proper Allison swap in lieu of the sixty eight RFE trucks. Yes. And he actually just talks about the transmission in general, compares internal components between a 68 RFE and an Allison. And I know that the 68 RFE has no place in a 73. We're not even talking about that. Yeah. But you, you get a grasp of just how burly an Allison transmission out of the box is. Yeah. Because they, as opposed to like the frame of mind behind a 68 RFE, is they basically took a van transmission and made it bigger. Yeah. They, you know, Allison with the 1000 took a heavy duty transmission and just made it smaller. Yeah. But it's burly as fuck. Yeah. I can't say that. It's burly as hell. Yeah. Cam, you got to edit that one out. Yeah. <laughs> but it is just, it's a gnarly transmission. It and is. And yeah. they can be made standalone. They, absolutely. Absolutely. So now you have this potential of having an Allison in your truck. Mm-hmm. You got six gears to work with. You've got a, a double overdrive, which trying to find the ratio here. It is a, oh man, turned right to it. Wow. Point six one four, so you know almost almost point six two, but basically we'll call it point six one for now. Um, that is a good ratio. That, that's mm-hmm. I mean you're gonna have you have nice low gears to work with. You've got high gears for the highway. It's split properly and it's built to just get the job done. Yeah, and the Allison is the only transmission that I've actually gone through in through the internals and actually like put one together. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple. I mean, for the most part, I, I I did it in school and I did it like three or I think I did three times or something like that. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, they're, the planetary gear sets that they use, the clutch packs, it's all um, it, it, the, the rebuilding of them is like planetary, planetary gear, clutch packs, planetary gear, clutch pack. Like it's it's mm-hmm. super easy. Um, not, you know, if someone if you're someone who's not mechanically inclined, I'm not saying that like just average guy can just hop in there and do one. But if you're mechanically inclined and can read a manual. You could get, you could potentially rebuild an Allison yourself, and it's, uh, relatively easy as yeah. we're talking transmissions here. Right. And as far as you know, if you're trying to build power with your truck, a stock Allison I, will basically <laughs> handle whatever you plan to make with a seven three. Yeah. I mean, we are unless, I, I, unless it, you're yeah. like way on the outside of the bell curve. But I mean, most of the guys, like myself included, who are like, you know what? If I can get five <laughs> five fifty out of it, I'm happy. Yeah. A basically, stock basically the, Allison will do that. Yeah, basically the 7.3 owners that don't plan on changing any internals in the engine, that transmission, as it comes, will will handle mm-hmm. what you got. And we're talking a new one, not one that's used. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so a, a, an Allison that's in good working condition yeah. will be able to handle just about anything that you throw out. I mean, the input shaft on those things are just just burl. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah and we – I mean, in all honesty, I mean, even uh, – <clears throat> 
call wise, we don't really see failures. We don't get, you know, oh, my Allison failed. I need this part or something like that. It just doesn't mm-hmm. happen. I mean, yeah, we get the guys obviously that are upgrading because they have, you know, they're building the power with their Duramax. But it, as far as, I mean, there's way more transmissions that we run into that have issues compared to the Allison. They're a pretty rock solid. Platform. Yeah. Like the, the, the fringe bell curve stuff is like the, they went out, they got the big boy race tune. They are not geared. Yeah. And they're running big boy tires and they put it on the, you know, kill all tune and <laughs> took it out for a weekend with the boys yeah. and she's toast. So yeah. like you can abuse them to the point of failure, but it takes a lot. Yeah. Like, and, and, and probably some neglect. Yeah. You know, and just really just don't hate on your girl, Allison. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Treat with respect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take it to a steak dinner. <laughs> yeah. Call her back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 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 <laughs> Allison's out there. We got you back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got to say. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, as far as like other options, I I honestly don't really know of any. Yeah. You know, there, There's the, when you think about the other options, okay, we've got, you know, Dodge Ram transmissions, which if you actually did that, idiot. I'm going to have to say it. Like, if you spend the money and the time to put a, like a Mopar transmission in your Ford, you have just basically taken all the good parts about a Ford, <laughs> not all of them, but like one of the best parts about a Ford, and just like, hey, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, see ya. Um, I didn't like. That's like the only way you can make it any worse. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why, why do you think everybody puts Cummins engines? Yeah. In Ford. Let's platforms? take the worst thing about Ram trucks and let's put it in this Ford. And while we're at it, we're gonna swap it. <laughs> you know, a nine and a quarter AAM in the front with stock Ram steering. And come on, guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just don't do that. Yeah. What we should do an episode on like what would be the worst truck <laughs> ever. All right. I'm gonna start. We're gonna start. I'll right be a now. six okay. four for sure. Six. You would do a six four engine. What do, What would you do? I would do like a freaking six nine or like I mean yeah they last but like no power <laughs> like you can't even move out of its way. Do like I don't know. Uh, do ram steering. <laughs> do <laughs> do uh, I don't know. Uh, we have to think about it, maybe. The, but I the, can just imagine like the front someone... axle would be a, a 2000 to 2002 Ram, the bastard child. Do you know what would happen if you took the worst <laughs> part of every truck and made a truck with it? I bet you that truck lasts like four million miles. Yeah. Like, <laughs> then, like nothing fails. Like I could totally see that happening. Yeah, it could last ten minutes. Or 10 years. <laughs> like, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Mm, episode idea. Build a truck for free. Like, just taking all the, the worst pieces from every truck and trying mm. to make them work together. It's <laughs> <laughs> an idea. Put a freaking VGT. Oh, <laughs> God. HE351VE on a 6.9. <laughs> I'm going on a little tangent here. But, right. I mean, we just talked about you know, gear or uh, transmission options. Turbo options that might be outside of the box. Yeah. Don't hate me, but I've <laughs> actually put some thought into and thought about, you know, a VGT style turbo on a 7.3. I know it's, I, I know that it's basically like stupid, crazy talk, right? Yeah, I get yeah, that. I fully yeah. get that. <laughs> but part of me also is just kind of like, I, I wonder how clean it could run or I wonder how, how, how much power I could potentially like gain on the bottom end by having something that lights up faster. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's a stupid idea. Yeah. It'd be a failure. Yeah. (laughs) But it'd be one of those things where it's like, I just, I want to know. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Like, I I don't think that I would stumble onto something magical, right? I don't think all of a sudden I'd be like, 
That's how I made my first million dollars, grandson. I figured out how to put VGT-style turbos on seven threes. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what's going to happen. Yeah. But it just, I don't know. It, it, it makes me think. Like you know? a six-liter turbo? It would be that style. It wouldn't be yeah. a, 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 you know, a, a whole set binding yeah, means. No. Uh, that would be a terrible idea. Yeah. Because uh, there are guys that have put um, 6.0 style, like the VNT, variable, like the with the actual real actuator on, not the electronic one. Right. Um, I've seen videos of those on an IDI. <laughs> All right. And it's like, and it's like, like cable controlled, you know, it's like, yeah. it's not, but I, I would want to make it like there is, I think there's just enough electronics on there. And with the, the power of the internet and how much people can program stuff now, I feel like you could, you know, it wouldn't be the best thing in the world, but like if you gave it some reference, you know, I wonder what it would sound like. I mean, yeah. Now I'm starting to think, like, huh? Maybe, maybe it'd be kind of cool. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You know, it, it, it just it, there's also never been, as far as I know, um, I've never seen one. I've never seen one, and I've never right. seen like when you start getting into a seven three. That's a high displacement engine. I've never seen a VGC style turbo on a higher displacement engine like that. Yeah. It, you know, just it, it just it makes you think. It does. All right, that's it. That's done with the thinking. Okay. And that's my dumbass right. <laughs> idea that I'm probably never going to get to do. But yeah. if I do, uh, you guys are probably the first to know. And and if it works, that Tyler will be sitting here by himself because I'll be in the back. Yeah, just <laughs> be like, wow, making VGT style kits for seven three. Missed the bus on that one. <laughs> Every time I say that, I'm like, yeah. Did I just for real? Oh my god, I gotta well, go wash my mouth. I still up. think we should do an episode on the worst. Like, what would be the the like, let's do the worst of the worst. Put it together. I'll even draw a picture of it. <laughs> I want to see a ass Ford body on like a, like, what, what is like the worst frame? Which one? I don't think there really isn't a worst frame. Like, do like, I hate to Duramax, say it, but it would probably I, be like, a, torsion bar suspension up front. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would have to be a torsion bar IFS. Yeah. yeah. Or something like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, rear end wise, they're pretty much. You know, all pretty good. Yeah. Anyways, that's for another episode. I'm yeah. gonna think about that now. I know you you, you do a a ten and a half. Yeah. Those yeah. the couple of Ram trucks <laughs> yeah, that came with a ten and a half in the yeah. back. Yeah, that was a yeah, dumbass for, idea. <laughs> that was a dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I hope that answers your question. I did pull up your email, so I have your name. I'm gonna say it in just a moment here. Once my email gets pulled up, Daniel. Was that Daniel? Yeah. Yeah. Daniel Rasmussen. Hey. Yeah. I'm sure you're not related to Cooper, but I know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I, I hope that answers a little bit of your question. I hope that answers any questions that people may have as far as transmissions on seven threes go. Um, if there, if, if these are the type of things that you kind of like, like hearing about, like things that, you know, we'll call it like the, the juice worth the squeeze modifications. Ooh. You know, ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I like that. Dare I say. We should do a, like a juicy mod thumbnail of like us, like juicing. <laughs> 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 this, that's a juicy mod right there, bud. Dude, that's a juicy mod. Ooh, I like that. We should make a shirt. This is that's juicy. That's a juicy mod. That's a juicy mod, bro. Dude, that's a new shirt right there. That's Bam, count it. Yeah, America's Diesel Podcast with a quote on the back says that's a juicy mod. <laughs> I actually, especially really like if it. it points towards your ass. <laughs> juicy mod, that's bro. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Next shirt idea. Ugh. Look at that. We're just. We're just brainstorming here. We're just coming up with all sorts of goodness. The energy happening right now is, is just monumental. 
from your Red Bull. I think I'm getting some of it because it's just the fumes from it. Hell yeah, bud. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, Make sure and check us out on all the normal podcast avenues. And uh, we put new episodes out every Thursday. I think that's all I have because if I keep talking, we're going to start tangenting and it's going to get real weird. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week. See ya. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.